0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dr. Happy Podcast. Can't believe we're already in the last quarter of 2021. The pandemic years as I like to call them seemed interminable when the lockdowns first started, didn't they? But now that things are better and many of us are vaccinated, life seems to be picking up pace again. Isn't it funny how time seems to fly when things are going great, And how it seems to stand still when tragedy strikes? Remember that time when you broke up with that special someone and it seemed like your pain would last forever? Trust me, you're not alone. We've all been there. Hearts break and hearts hurt. So it's kind of weird when we read about celebrity breakups in the news with statements like We are no longer together, but we are still friends. We wish each other... Nothing but happiness. It makes you wonder how anyone can deal with a breakup with such a practical and balanced approach. It seems almost superhuman because for most people a breakup is a highly traumatic experience and recovering from it can be a slow and painful process. It is probably the same for these celebrities in question too, but putting on a brave face is really an occupational hazard for them. This fact of life comes up often enough, and in fact, many of my listeners have written in asking how to deal with breakups. Now, that is certainly not an easy task, but I'm going to try my best today to tell you how to get over a broken heart. Let's start at the beginning, with love. Now, there are many kinds of love, but unfortunately, sometimes, loving someone does not necessarily mean that both of you want the same things. There are a lot of people out there who believe that they have just one life, which they should spend doing the things that bring them happiness. Take the case of Anush and Chitra, who were in stable relationship for four years since they met in college. After college, they both started working, so they could meet only on weekends. Whenever they met, they didn't really have anything new or exciting to talk about. But Anush was perfectly content with that. He wanted to settle down and often spoke of how they were now eligible for loans, etc. Chitra, on the other hand, was starting to feel fed up and bored. She wanted to travel the world and meet lots of new and interesting people. She wanted to feel alive and being with Anush made her feel otherwise. One day, she called it quits. For Anush, this was a huge shock. He felt that he had invested four long years of his life in this relationship and that Chitra had cold-heartedly just thrown him out of her life. He couldn't cope with it and felt like a failure. He started drinking regularly to drown out his frustration. He would repeatedly message or email Chitra, but never received a reply. He just couldn't understand how someone could be so heartless. He felt confused and empty. He missed Chitra continuously and thought about his time with her and felt bitter that she had moved on in an instant while he was stuck in the past. It was as if she never really loved him and the time that they had spent together was nothing but a farce. Sharing a romantic relationship is no real guarantee that the same set of values will be shared between two people. There are a lot of people for whom loyalty is non-negotiable, but there are also a large number of people out there who seek more than one partner. Rakesh and Netra were a very dynamic couple and many people complimented them by saying that they were made for each other. Neetra, however, became caught up in her CA final exams, which she was determined to clear. As a result, she couldn't really hang out with Rakesh as much and also started putting on weight due to inactivity. One day, Neetra's close friend sent her pictures of Rakesh in a pub, standing inappropriately close to another woman. Neetra was furious and she called Rakesh, demanding an explanation. But Rakesh showed no trace of guilt. Instead, he called her a boring bookworm and commented on her appearance. They had a very nasty breakup over the phone. Since that day, Netra has not been herself. She has so many mixed emotions that she is unable to concentrate on anything. She felt intense rage and hatred towards Rakesh for being a shallow scumbag. At the same time, she felt utter disdain for herself that she had allowed herself to fall for a guy like Rakesh in the first place. However, her self-esteem had also taken a blow and she had begun experiencing self-doubt of whether she was attractive and charming enough to be loved by anyone. She cried often and remained aloof. Again, getting romantically involved with someone doesn't mean you will like them 100%. People have different habits and lifestyles and adjusting with others can often prove to be too big a challenge than what one initially signed up for. Here's another scenario. Soham and Drishti had met in an arranged marriage setting but it was love at first sight for both of them. Things moved quickly after the first meeting and the couple were engaged right within a month. It is when their courtship began that they truly began to discover each other's habits and mannerisms and that's when things started to go south. For example, whenever they met, Soham was always late and never seemed to care that it upset Drishti. He also had a habit of littering any public place like the theatre or the mall or the park. The man just wouldn't use a trash can. This annoyed Drishti terribly. Now Soham on the other hand was upset that Drishti was reserved and spoke very little to his friends and often corrected them very sharply. She was also in the habit of criticising most people and finding faults with every place which kind of dampened the mood. The engagement was called off after three months. Things became awkward for both of them. And to make matters worse, the family members kept reprimanding them for being impatient and intolerant. They kept saying that it would be difficult to get a good match. Both of them met more prospective partners, but when things did not materialise, they felt a sense of regret. They thought if they had taken a little time to know each other and maybe communicate their requirements and make some adjustments, they could have succeeded in their relationship. Getting over a breakup is essentially getting over a loss. We invest many things in a relationship. Time, energy, love, affection and sacrifice. So when it ends, it brings to the surface a load of emotional baggage which we have to carry with us even if we don't want to. It is a tough ask. But using certain practical tips from time to time can help us cope with this sometimes overwhelming experience. This involves focusing on our emotions, thoughts and behaviours. First and foremost, our emotions can consume our life completely. So we need to manage them well. The key thing to remember is that just because we feel a certain way, that does not make it true. Now, don't get me wrong. You are justified in experiencing your emotions but that does not make them facts. For example, you may feel that you cannot love or be loved again, but nothing could be further from the truth. We know that people do fall in love again and allowing yourself to feel unworthy of love just because one person on this big populous earth has broken up with you is just a very extreme idea. You may also feel that your partner never actually loved you because they could move on. But you have no real evidence of that either. By thinking on those lines, you refuse to let yourself see the good things that were in the relationship while it lasted. It makes you focus only on the flaws, and the most detrimental effect of this tendency is that you might continue to see only flaws in all future associations, setting up any possible relationships for failure. Singledom then becomes something like a self-fulfilling prophecy for a long time. The next thing to remember about emotions is that they are seldom permanent. You do recall feeling euphoric in the early days of your relationship, don't you? Well, you certainly don't feel so now. And what's equally true is that you won't feel this way forever can identify and acknowledge your emotions, experience them for a while and move on thinking differently about a situation and thus changing your emotions about it. Changing our thoughts is a good way to change the way we feel. We need to stop blaming ourselves for what we have learned in hindsight. For example, after the breakup you may see some pointers that make you realise that your relationship was destined to fail and you may feel angry with yourself for being so gullible as to not see those signs. But wisdom really always comes in retrospect. It is much harder to be analytical while we are in the situation. So try to identify thoughts of self-blame and gently tell yourself to think some other thoughts. You may also tend to start seeing things in black and white. For example, uh, you may say all men are jerks or that all women are selfish. Well, it's perfectly common to get such thoughts. But once again, you cannot use the same scale to measure everything or everyone. Instead, try reconfiguring it to something like, "Mm, I met a person who was not nice to me, but that does not mean everyone is like that. Let me not be hasty to judge others based on my bad experiences with one person. Thought awareness can pave the way for clarity. Lastly, try to regulate your behaviour and keep it as stable as possible. Heartbreak manifests itself in different ways in different people. Some people may lash out in anger. They may throw or break things or abuse people or indulge in substance use. Some people may withdraw into themselves and not feel like dressing up or leaving the house. They may just remain bundled up in their rooms. We need to encourage ourselves to follow a healthy daily routine because small things like waking up on time, taking a bath, dressing up, tidying our room, attending classes or work can go a long way in keeping us steady and calm. Once a routine is established, then you can try your hand at something new that you have not tried before like yoga, painting, music, dancing or just going for a run. These new activities help us to distract ourselves when we miss our ex-partners. Spending time with ourselves also helps us reflect, identify our own maladaptive patterns and rectify them. Some young people are so devastated by a breakup that they think of harming themselves. I strongly recommend seeking help of a psychiatrist if such thoughts have crossed or still cross your mind. Getting over a breakup can be quite challenging. But as they say, better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. We need to keep in our memories all the good that came with the relationship. We need to identify and not repeat some of the mistakes we made. And finally, we need to get up and be brave enough to love again. On that happy note, allow Dr. Happy to take your leave. I'll be back again soon with another episode and we'll tackle another problem together. Until then, be good to yourself and be happy. Do tell me if you like this episode. What other issues you would like me to address? You can write to me on drhappy2021 at gmail.com or connect with me on Instagram. My handle is at the rate Dr. Happy underscore or Twitter where my handle is at the rate Dr. Happy Podcast. See you soon.